Good morning, good morning, good morning, or afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. My name is Angel, and this is the podcast of my life and the podcast of who I am. Anyway, so I was sitting here this Sunday morning, and I was thinking, um, we are amazing individuals. And what I mean by that is that we have the ability to change our way of thinking and heal ourselves through with our, our mind. Our mind is so powerful. Um, I was sitting here and I was like, listening to a podcast and listening to different things. And people were talking about the fact that, so a guy named Clark Keegley, I don't know if you've ever, he's on YouTube, pretty interesting guy. He talks about becoming the 2.0 version of yourself. He said he, in his class, he has students do an experiment. He says he has the first set of people to lift their finger every day for so many times a day. He has the second group to do nothing. And he has the third group to think that they've lifted their finger so many times a day. What's interesting, I think, he said like the first group, it was like 22% increase in muscle. Of course, the second group that did nothing was no increase. And the third group had 18% increase in muscle just by thinking that they did it. How powerful is our mind? Our mind is crazy. Imagine if you were to think like that with your pain. Imagine if you, and that's kind of what I've done. Take your pain and just say to myself, you know what, that never happened. And the reason I say that is because I also say something where people, someone said I was listening to another, I have this app called Gaia, and it has over 8,000 different people, speakers, people who've healed, ways they've healed, meditations, yoga, XYZ. But it was a guy on there who said research showed that 50% of our memories are false, that we don't process all of our memories. He also said that how our brain works is we take an emotion such as pain, hurt, sad, and our brain essentially takes a picture of that emotion and that emotion is what we live off of. So if something hurts you, then you your brain will essentially remember that emotion and associate everything with that emotion. And he says some people end up getting in a loop because they live off that emotion. Your brain stays with that emotion. So everything is wrong. You start to, you begin to create things that aren't real. And you just live in this endless loop of depression, anxiety, and sadness. And what most of us don't realize is that we've done that for a long time. And something I realized, I can't change the past and I can't predict the future, but I can live in the present, which is now. So how is now affecting me today or what's happening right now that I can, I can speak to or see or understand. And that was like an eye opener for me. So I can't go back and change the fact of I was, me and my siblings weren't together our whole life, or I didn't have a stable home, which I had a stable home. It wasn't what the society says should be a stable home. According to society, you should have mom, father, kids, uh, moms at every PTO meeting, soccer game, making cookies, and X, Y, Z. So they give you this image of what a wife should be, and the dad's always working, and he pays all the bills, and he's not home, X, Y, Z. So that's the idea that society gives you. But in reality, not very many homes are ran like that, especially now with the way the world's going with. Now you essentially have to have both parents working. The kids are 
having to grow up faster. You're having to raise yourself at times because we're having to work so long and so many hours just to be able to pay bills or put food on the table. Groceries high, gas is high, price of living is high. Um, I was thinking about when I first started driving, gas was 99 cents a gallon. 99 cents a gallon. And then I can remember also when I was younger, you could pull up to a gas station. I think gas was like 30 cents a gallon or something. And it would you would drive over this little thing. It would be ding, ding. Person would come out, wash your windshield, check your tires. Uh, wash your windshield, check your tires, pump your gas, and give in service. And you would tip them or you would pay them. But that was when I was growing up. You don't have that now. Now everybody basically has to... You have to do it yourself. And it's so high. Some people, I've seen where some people only have put enough gas in their car to get to where they got to go and come back home, which is crazy to me because it's just expensive out here. But we can't change that. But what we can do and what we can change is the fact is how we, what we buy and what we don't buy. Give you an example. If you were to take uh, two or three buckets and think about what vegetables do I eat the most? What vegetables do I spend the most time eating? And, okay, I'm going to plant them this year. This is what I'm going to plant. I'm going to go out and I'm going to plant things. And I'm going to grow it. And then when I grow it, I'm not going to use any chemicals, any additives. I'm just going to naturally grow it with some compost and the soil. And once they grow, then what I don't have, what I have left, I'm going to preserve. I'm going to freeze. I'm going to can so that I have enough to laugh and slash me through the winter. So that essentially that's free money. Because what you can do is you can take the seeds from whatever vegetables or fruits you plant. You can dry them and you can save them and replant them next year. And every year that you do that, the food becomes more, more less with GMOs, more natural. But, and it's also, if you think about it, it's, it's saving you money from going to the store. Because then, yes, the initial startups, you got to buy soil or whatever you need. But after that, year after year, it costs you nothing. Now you're eating for free. Because you're growing the vegetables you need, the food you eat, and the fruits you need. All you have to do is maintain it. Give time and effort to keep it going. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. And I know a lot of people say, well, I live in an apartment or I live here. Even living in an apartment, there's there's ways to do it. Um, and there's plenty of people out here on Pinterest, YouTube, that do it and show you, hey, this is what I do. This is how I do it. But you have to just, it's something you have to want. And everybody doesn't want that because I realize naturally we're comfortable living in this fast-paced world. And what I mean by fast-paced world is we're comfortable ordering out. We're comfortable doing DoorDash. We're comfortable ordering our groceries. We're comfortable not having to work for what we need. So when we get in a world where we have to work for the things we need, it's like a shock. It's a culture shock to a lot of people because you're like, whoa, wait a minute. You mean I can't order this or I can't do that? And that was something that was a culture shock for me because not I grew up farming and using the land. But as I got older, I naturally gravitated towards what was easy, which was ordering DoorDash, ordering my food, ordering my groceries, not not saving, not budgeting, because why, I don't have to. I didn't have to. Why should I? And it never really hit me until we purchased five acres of land. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And it's crazy because I took a tomato from the store and I took a tomato we grew. I ate the tomato from the store and then I ate the tomato we grew. The tomato we grew tastes so much better, so much fresher. And then now that I'm starting to eat food, when I buy food from the store, 
I can almost taste the chemicals in it. And I think to myself, how is this helping my body? This is killing me. And it's a drive for me even, it's a big of a drive for me to now go out and be like, you know what? I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow my own garden. You know, I just thought today, let me tell you what I want to do is I want to go out and in the greenhouse, I want to plant summer vegetables in pots so that we have them. I want to plant a tomato, a cucumber, uh, just things that we eat in the summer. I want to go out and plant in the greenhouse in pots so that this winter we have food to continue to eat. So we're not having to go to the store and buy those things. But that's, that's, and, and I was like, that, that would be absolutely great. So, and it's work. It's not easy. It's work. We have to put in the work. Uh, but that's what a lot of us are not used to or accustomed to is putting in the work. We want everything given to us and we want everything handed to us. We don't want to work for what we need. And that right there hurts us. And I think growing up, I was thankful for the fact that I grew up the way I grew up because things were not given to me. And this is something positive I take from my growing up. Um, I had to work for something. If I wanted to go skating, I had to cut the grass, wash the dishes. I had chores. I a, we had weekly chores that we had to do. And B, if I wanted money to do this, I had to go out and work for it. My parents just didn't give me money. I had to cut the grass, wash their cars. But it taught me the value of working for what I want. So now I know when I want something, I have to work even harder to get it. And I'm not afraid to work. And I also think about, too, growing up. You don't, like, I, I used to think to myself, man, all these other people, they don't have to do this. And why do I have to do this? I naturally would compare myself to other people. And I think I talked about that in the last podcast of comparing myself to people who have both parents. But why am I comparing myself to someone else? I don't need to compare myself to someone else because I have everything I need. Just as today, I have everything I need. There's nothing that I don't need. Now it's things I want, but if something I need, I have, and I appreciate it. And I thank, I thank the universe for giving me everything I need. Um, I wish that... I know what I knew now before, and I think I always knew it. We always know the truth, and I think we never seek the truth. And I think that's what happened when, we was young, when I was younger. I never seek the truth. I accepted what was in front of me and never looked for what was really reality. And a lot of us do that. We accept it, and then when reality hits us, it's like, this isn't right. We believe it's a lie. Well, the lie is the lie we're living in. We live in a world of lies, a reality of lies. And I think that's probably... That probably was the biggest aha moment for me is that I, we live in a world of lies. I mean, think about it. They tell you that Santa Claus is real. They, they tell you, oh, there's a Santa. He's going to bring you toys every Christmas and bring you this every holiday. No, it's not. Your parents are busting their ass to get you the things they, that you need for Christmas or that you want. And it's not even what we need. It's what we want. I want this or I want that. Never I need this. And that creates a false sense of reality. Because now when you get older, instead of saying, instead of realizing, hey, I need this. This is what I need. It's what we want. And that was me. I always wanted stuff that I, that I never needed. I want this or I want that. And it was a hard reality to say, you know what? I don't want anything. I need it. And everything that I need is within me um, through love. Love is the ultimate sacrifice, whatever you want to call for everything. If you love yourself and if you have love, then you have everything you need. Um, 
and everything in the universe will provide you with what you need. And that's, that's another topic for another day because I don't want to ruffle any feathers on this good day. Um, but I will say that I will say we are conditioned to believe in a book of someone else's stories and accounts of things that's happened. But we all have a book inside of us. We all have a story to tell. We all have a book to write. And when we realize that, we realize, oh my gosh, this is what I this is what I need to be doing. This is how I need to be doing it, and this is where I need to be going. Anyway, you guys know I try not to make these podcasts very long. I try to just, if it's something on my mind or if it's something I'm thinking about, I try to put it out there. Um, Coming up in the near and far future, my siblings will each do their own episode. And that way you can kind of get their perspective on things. Because we were all raised different, but we were all raised the same. Um, We all were raised with the same mother, different fathers, so... Um, but I will sit down with them and figure out a day in which they'll go and share their stories and I'll kind of ask them some questions and show them some things and, and we'll see kind of how it goes. And maybe you guys will kind of see where I'm coming from or where they come from because we all have different views as to where they believe, you know, I, my siblings are your typical, they're Christians and then me, I'm, I, I would, as in their eyes, I'm a straight, but I'm not. I think I'm the one who actually sees where reality is anyway. So they'll be on here to give that account. Thank you guys for listening. There's another episode for you guys. If you have any questions, drop a comment, drop it below. Um, I want to get to 100 followers in the next month. So if you're listening, if you like, be sure to follow me on Podbean. I'd appreciate it. Thank you guys. Namaste.